Born from Above Podcast. Look good? My arm? Yeah, cool. How's my hair? <laughs> what shampoo do you use, Mark? <laughs> and that's how Jesus saved the world. Um, I had just a couple of things before we, we dive into the, the word. I had this in, um, intense uh, feeling just before we got down to the island and I completely forgot about it actually until, until last night. And this is just one way, I'm explaining this because it's just one way that I um, hear the Lord prophetically or words of knowledge. Um, Who's walked into a room before and you've, you've felt like someone in the room is, like you've felt the, the heaviness of depression or something like that? Just, just like raise your hand. Uh, it's nearly half. Um, so a lot of times I think people, they, they think that's them. But as born-again believers, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, I think what's happened a lot of the time is we're actually picking up on on a spirit that's in the room. And so, um, so I had this intent, does that make sense? Yeah. So I've like walked into rooms and felt like an instant pain in my left shoulder. And I'm like, oh, that pain wasn't there before I walked in. Maybe someone in here has, a, has something wrong with their left shoulder. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. So, um, so I had this intense experience of, and I heard the Lord say, it's a spirit of foreboding. I actually didn't really know what that was, but it's like actually always thinking that something bad is going to happen. So if that's you, I just want you to stand up. Like you've you've just been, you're just like constantly thinking that something bad is going to happen. I just feel like the Lord's going to just break it. Can you just get, just get around them? The Lord has plans for you guys to prosper and be in good health. Right now, that spirit would leave in Jesus' name. Yeah, just declare over them. Declare freedom. That is not who you are. You're a carrier of hope. You're a carrier of vision. You're a carrier of a future that is good. No longer will your lineage suffer because your lineage is found in Christ. Your lineage is not your mum's lineage, it's not your dad's lineage, it's not your uncle's, it's not your great-grandfather's. It's your lineage in Christ. You are born again, so you have a brand new bloodline, both of you. You've got a brand new bloodline. What was past is gone. Jesus became a curse so you can be free. There it is. Jesus became a curse so you can be free. It's done. It's done in Jesus' name. Amen.
Give it up for these guys. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How good's God, hey? Who just had fun last night? Who had fun in dance? It's so amazing. I love... Like, we, we don't have a problem with sitting and weeping in church, but for some reason we have, like, there can be this uncomfortableness of, like, oh, people are happy. You know, like, it's, it's like people are joy. And it's like, that's, that's what heaven's like. That is what heaven is like. It's, you know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And so it's in the Holy Ghost. And where does the Holy Spirit live? In us. So where does the kingdom live? In us. It's really good. And... Um, so it's, it's, I just long for the day. Like what happened when the son returned, the prodigal son? Party. 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 There are more feasts in the Bible than fasts. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many feasts there are. Jalil can probably tell me. There's a lot. <laughs> so like we have, I'm just longing for the day when then, when the church, the kingdom, the bride um, is more joyful than the nightclub. Yeah, that it's more joyful than an AFL game or a soccer game. And I'm a, I'm a soccer man. I love, I love the real football, but um, I, um, but I just, you know, and I've been um, in crowds of a hundred thousand, and the atmosphere is electric. But none of that compares to uh, what the kingdom of God is like. None of it's insignificant. It's just. Yeah, insignificant. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I've just got a lot going through my mind and through my heart. And, and um, I really want to challenge, like John 17, you know, Jesus said, this is eternal life, that you know the Father. And, and Jesus came to destroy sin. He came to demonstrate what the kingdom of God is like. But everything that we see in the life of Jesus is the Father. Everything. When you see the, the woman that touches the hem of his garment, that's the Father. Jesus walking on water, that's the Father. Jesus kneeling in the, in the sand and... and Writing whatever he wrote in the sand, that's the father, not judging the woman. That's the father. Everything that we see, every single thing we see Jesus do is a demonstration, an exact representation of God. But can we be in a place, I've been challenging our, our discipleship group with this, can we be in a place where we sit at the feet of Jesus with absolutely zero outcome? There's no like, I'm sitting to become closer to God so I can evangelize better. Mary Martha. Can we sit at the feet of Jesus simply just to know him and have him know us without rolling out the toilet paper list before the Lord of things that we want to see happen? There's nothing wrong with wanting those things and asking and receiving and all of that is really important. 
but can we sit without an agenda? That would be like me sitting with my wife always just to get something from her. It would be really weird. Or like with, with that example of Mary and Martha, like it's like doing stuff that Jesus actually didn't order. You know, like I, I just use pizzas. It's like making pizzas that Jesus didn't want, you know. I wonder, I wonder how often we're... Actually, let's do this. Why don't you just turn to the person next to you? 30 seconds, just really quickly, 15 seconds each. Just tell the person next to you how your relationship with God is. Right, right at this, uh, maybe just before you came to Jesus School. All right, just 30 seconds, go. So how is your relationship with God right now? Just tell them. I'm sure no one in this room did this, but I've found this is a very common thing that happens, but I'm sure no one. But be honest. <laughs> hands up, hands up if you told the person things that you've been doing for God. Just be honest. You're just like, oh, I'm serving in the youth group or... No one. Come on. That is awesome. Give yourselves a hand. That was my prayer. Honestly, that was my prayer this morning is that, I I kid you not, I've asked this in in churches and youth groups and like 90% of people. So how's your relationship with God? And they go, oh, I'm serving in the youth group and um, like I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm on the worship team and... I've got this ministry or like they tell you everything that they're doing. So if I asked Mark how his relationship with Christine was and he said, oh, I'm like, I'm cooking her meals, like I'm buying her flowers. Um, I just, I just like, I brush her hair in the morning. Like I do, um, she brushes his hair, like. Um, that, that would be very, very, like, that would give me an idea of what he's doing for Christine, but it actually wouldn't tell me how their relationship is at all. It would give me actually zero grid. They, can be, they could be sleeping in separate rooms, arguing, fighting, hating each other, but he could still be doing those very things for his wife. Wow. Good work, man. Oh, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a mic drop, Kaylee? 
Um, <laughs> Geordie will kill me. Um, I'm so, that makes me so happy that our relationship with God on, isn't based on what we do. It's based on who we are. Amen. We're human beings. Amen. We're not human doings Amen. first. Amen. Doing is important. It's not evil. It's not wrong. It's, we do, but we don't, we don't do to become. We've become, so we do. Yeah. And we've got to get that. We've got to get this. Jesus in his ministry, the only thing we really know from the time of Jesus' birth to the time of Jesus' ministry, um, when he comes up out of the water and baptized, gets baptized in the Holy Ghost, is um, he was about his father's business. And that's the only thing we really know about him. And, but then when he comes up out of the water, I love the father says, this is my son. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Jesus hasn't done anything. He hasn't done any miracle. He hasn't healed anyone. He hasn't... Yes, he's kept the law. Yes, he's, he's been perfect. But he hasn't performed. We know in Genesis 1, Mark unpacked it beautifully, that um, you know, we were created after the image, the exact image of God. We're made in his image, in his likeness. It, uh, in the Genesis account, it says that the birds created were made after their kind. They would reproduce after their kind and then the, the, the beasts of the, of the ground would produce after their kind and the animals would produce after their kind. And then the very last thing it says, and then God made man. Wow. So the context is after its kind. And so we have Adam and Eve and we have um, the serpent come, the devil come and say, are you really? He questions them. Are they really like God? And they question it. They looked at the trees. Surely if you eat of this tree, you won't die. Did God really say Right? And so here we have the exact, and what do they do? They looked at the tree. 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 And then they, they ate of the tree. And so here we have an account of Jesus. And Jesus comes up out of the water. You know the story. Jesus comes up out of the water. The heavens open. The dove comes, which I just love that picture of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I just love that picture. By the way, side note, what happened with Noah? Flood? Not a trick question. Uh, Jesus? <laughs> Righteousness. Glory. Um, <laughs> which one? <laughs> Flood. Did anything get left behind? Was it like a partial dipping? It was a full immersion, a full <laughs> eradication of the past. And then the dove gets released to find a place to rest. Wow. <laughs> 
So the dove gets released, finds a place to rest, return until it, it returns until it finds a place, which we and it has the picture of the olive branch, and we know that is our symbol of peace today that we have. Um, and so here in the New Testament, we have that exact representation: death. Obviously, Jesus wasn't a sinner. We'll maybe unpack that later, another time. But came up, the heavens open, the dove descends, finds a place to rest, finds land, finds a resting home, and remains, it says, and it remains. And then the father says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then what's the next bit? Jesus gets taken out into the wilderness. And what's the first thing that the enemy says? If you are the son of God, perform. Look at the, the do something to become. Perform, perform. It's the same trick he used with Adam and Eve. And I've heard many people say, like, Jesus doesn't answer him. And he, and he sort of doesn't. He kind of... Um, but in one sense, he does. He says, man does not live off bread alone, but every word that proceeds, that means God's continually talking, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. I, I think in that moment, he's saying, not only am I the son of God, I'm also the son of man. And he's actually giving us a tool and an insight into how we can live without being attacked in our identity. He's saying, I live from what God says, what my father says, not from what the devil says, not from what the world says, not from what my past says. I live from what God says about me. Every word that, what was the last thing he heard from his father? This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Oh, but I haven't done anything. Exactly. I'm well pleased with you. When my, da- when my daughter's, um, when, my, when my first child, when Charlie um, was in the womb, um, God, we didn't know it was a boy or girl, a girl. So God s- spoke to me really clearly. And he said, Liam, you love that child 100%. I said, yeah. And he said, when this child comes out, he was good. He wasn't telling me the gender, even though I, I think I knew it was a girl. <clears throat> when that child comes out, the first person that a child sees generally, normally, in a normal situation is the father. He said, your child will always bear your last name, even if it's a girl. Girls, when you get married, you can still carry your dad's maiden name. Right? He said, Liam, the world is like a womb waiting for sons and daughters of God to be birthed. Yes. Amen. And he said, that child has not performed one single day in its life. So what were we born again into? Do, do you get the picture? The world is like a womb. It, God knows every child. But that child had not met me yet. Yeah, that's 
That's so good. Charlie hadn't met me yet. She hadn't met Shen. She hadn't met her family. But she was loved. She, we were well pleased with her. And so the word is like a womb. It's waiting. Romans 8, hey. It's groaning. The earth is groaning. The spirit within you is groaning. The Holy Spirit is groaning. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding. So you've got God wooing humanity. You've got the Jesus interceding. You've got the Holy Spirit groaning. Your spirit is crying out. The world's spirit is crying out. And you've got the earth that is groaning for the sons of God. It's crying out. Even the rocks will cry out, it says. Amen. I love that song that Joe sang last night. Is Joe here? She just rocked it. Reckless. It is a reckless love. It is a reckless abandonment of the Father. That he wants children. He doesn't want a global orphanage. He wants his children back. And he wants us to know the Father. I believe this move of God that's happening right now, and it is happening. It's not going to happen. It's happening. I believe it's going to be marked by people that know God. You know, in times past, there's been like, you know, different moves where there's significant signs or uh, a manifestation or, you know, tongues in, in Azusa Street was, was one. And um, there's, there's different ones. You can research them yourself. But I believe this move is going to be marked by people that I can actually stand there, look at a crowd or look at an individual and say, actually, I know God. I know my father. Do you want to know him? Let me introduce you. Like I actually, not just like intellectual knowledge, experiential knowledge. Like I can tell you about marriage, but until you're married. Yeah, you get the picture. Um, we're going to know, we know him. We're going to know him more. This is eternal life, that you would know the Father. Amen. Romans 6, 11 says, I think someone read, Mitchell, Stu read, I can't remember. Consider yourself in the likeness of Jesus' death. So let me ask you this question. When Jesus died, did he just eradicate some sin? Or all sin. John 1, behold the Lamb who takes away the, the sin of the world. He doesn't leave it there. He takes it away. Do you know how far the east is from the west? They never meet. You can't, they don't touch. So your past... The moment, the moment, it's in a moment. I don't know if you, like birth? Yeah, the, the impregnation takes 10 months. But the birth is a moment. It's, it's, it's like, I know it's like women don't. I've been there, all right? 
but it's in a moment. Galatians talks about it as circumcision. Boys, how long does circumcision take? A few months. Oh, my goodness. Lewis. <laughs> it's not that's okay. It's in a moment. That is painful if it was over a process. You are born again. You know, John 3, Jesus illustrates it with Nicodemus and he illustrates natural birth with a spiritual birth, natural wind with a spiritual wind. You were born again. John 1.12. Let's read that. John 1.12. Let's just read that verse. Maybe have some. Lewis, you can read it. Oh, you got you. That's all right. You're writing me. It's all good. Who wants to read that? John 1.12. You're there? Yeah. Go for it. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Read it again, slower. (laughs) But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Wow. I've got this. Did you guys get that? But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Listen, you are not the product of your parents anymore. Some of you had amazing upbringings, you've had amazing families, some of you haven't, I'm not interested in that. Well, I am interested in you, but I'm just like, (laughs) you you get my heart. You are the product of God. Stop looking backwards in order to try and be free. Stop it. I'm the product of a one night stand gone wrong. My mum had me when she was 16, I'm not gonna go heaps into my testimony. But I'm, I've started a new lineage with God. The moment I got born again, it's a new lineage. It's a new line. It's, it's like how, how long do we have to continually... Like you're not, you're not putting makeup on a dead mummy. You're not beautifying a corpse anymore. It's dead. Well, that felt good. It's dead. <laughs> All right, so stop resurrect, trying to resurrect a dead man and live in the new man. Wow. Just stop it. It was completely washed away, completely, in the likeness of his death. The next verse is the best verse. It says, in the likeness of his resurrection. And then 1 John 4 says, as he is... So are we in this world right now. Ephesians 1.3 says, 
bless, uh, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Amen. You don't need every spiritual blessing when you're in heaven. So that verse is for right now. Amen. Like you just, you don't need it. You, we need it now, right? And so it's like, it's for right now. It's not for an end time theology. It's for right now. Jesus would not have taught his disciples. By the way, I think Matthew 6 is just not titled well. I think it's, it's not the Lord's Prayer because Jesus didn't have sin. Um, but it's the disciples' prayer. It's the only thing they said teach us how to do was to pray. Um, commune with God. Matthew 6. And so he titled it Our Father. Our Father. So Jesus in that moment was inviting humanity into his dad's relationship. He was invited, he corporate, he made it a family thing, not just an individual thing. So as he is right now, so are we in this world right now. Oh, but Liam, I'm not experiencing it. Who said your experience dictate truth? Amen. Truth dictates your experience, not the other way around. Amen. I was saying to someone at, at dinner or lunch, or I'm in like a timeless zone, all the table meetings are like all together. Um, if I slipped a, a million dollars into Kara's back po- pocket, um, her and Stu would be very pleased with me. Um, but they didn't actually know there was a hundred a million dollars in their back pocket. And they walked out of here and they're like, oh, I don't have money for like food for Anna. And like, I can't buy my plane ticket home and I just can't buy my petrol. And we're just like, just like we're just like poor people, hey. I'm just using money as an example, okay? And um, I'm just like living out of lack. But someone like came up to her or, or even Kara herself like put her hand in her back pocket and had a look. Or someone's like, hey, you've got a million dollars in your back pocket. Did you realise that? But all this time you'd been living as an orphan, but you were actually very wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Yeah. She, she had it the moment yeah. it got given to her, yeah. but she just still was living below her means because she didn't realise she had it. She didn't believe she had it. That's right. So you, you can be completely in the promised land and still live like an orphan. My question is, why do you want to? <laughs> so this prayer, our father, I, I want to read you something. I, I've just been reading um, a book by Andrew Murray. He's an old, old revivalist uh, wrote a book on Jesus in the school of prayer it's a really good book there's some just really amazing stuff in there about prayer and he says this our father which art in heaven to appreciate this word of adoration aright he's very old like writing I must remember that none of the saints had in scripture ever ventured to address God as their father he was lord he was master he was judge he was all these things he was, wasn't father. The invocation places us at once in the center of a wonderful revelation 
the son came to make of his father as our father too. It comprehends the mystery of redemption, Christ delivering us from the curse that we might become the children of God or have become. The mystery of regeneration, the spirit in the new birth, giving us the new life. And the mystery of faith, yet the redemption is accomplished or understood. The word is given on the lips of the disciples to prepare them for the blessed experience that was to come. So Jesus has invited us into the family. It's a corporate. You do not. I just want to break this lie because I. You do not lose your individualism when you become a part of the family. Amen. That is a lie. There's a. It's. I've seen it in the church. I've seen it where people they're scared because they're they're scared that they're going to lose their individualistic way that God created them because they're a part of like a bigger thing. No, when you become a part of a family, family blesses, family lifts each other up, family serves each other. You, your individualism actually gets enhanced Amen. because of the family and the family gets enhanced because of your individualism. So don't think like you have to be Mitch. Please just don't be Mitch. Please don't because there's only one Mitch. Just, just cut it out. Just be you, the way that God's created you. Because if you're not you, the family actually doesn't benefit. Amen. Amen. My daughters, they're so different, and I love it. I would hate... The children know this. They get it. Yeah. <laughs> they would hate... I would hate, you know, for... Charlie to be like, hey, Dad, I just want to be more like a Lyra. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with, like, gleaning, yeah. learning, yeah. Um, uh, finding your, your lane, your, your groove. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I lean and I glean and I learn and I, um, you know, I try and understand things and I, I appreciate certain styles and things like that. But I just, be you, please, because the family benefits when we understand when we understand this when we understand that the father just wants to know us and have us know him did you he wants to know us he he really does he he actually likes you guys he likes me <laughs> he does um and have you know him as the absolute center of everything then it, it, changes every, it changes everything. It would be really weird if my daughters went through Jalil to get to me. Yeah, right. It'd be so strange. Wow. If they went to Jalil and were like, hey, Jay, can you um, just go tell Liam that, that I really love him? And then I had to talk to Jay. That'd be strange. You have direct access to the Father, direct access to the throne room. It would be just equally as strange if, if my daughters, you know, walked out of the house, or we all walked out of the house, and, and we're like, oh, I've got to think 
like an Aussie. Like, center myself in the morning. All right, I've got to think like an Aussie, talk like an Aussie, walk like an Aussie, have a Vegemite sandwich, <laughs> wear flip-flops. By the way, you can tell who's from Darwin. They wear, they wear socks on their thongs. Um, <laughs> So why do we walk out our front door and we're like, all right, I've got to think like a Christian. There's been this lie in the body of Christ that's like, it's like um, don't look at sin. Don't sin. Don't sin. Don't sin. Don't sin. Don't sin. Don't sin. That's so weird. It's like me walking out the front door and being like, all right, I've got to not have an affair. I've got to not have an affair. I've got to not have an affair. That's just bizarre. But it's rampant in the body of Christ and it's not okay. It's not okay because Jesus didn't, he was not moved by the devil. He was moved by God. He was compelled by love. He was love. He is love. And he only did what he saw the father doing and he said what he heard the father saying and he just loved spending time with his father. So we've got to, when we walk out the door, it's not like we're trying not to sin. It's just we're having an awesome relationship with God. I'm just having an, I'm just like as a brand new creation now in Christ, I'm not becoming, um, like in my marriage, I use this example all the time. I'm married. I got married on my wedding night. That was, the, that was the moment I got married, right? The next day, from that day forth, I'm not becoming more married. I can't. You can't become more married. You can only grow in relationship with your spouse, right? So we're not becoming more born again. You're not becoming more born again. When you were born, you were fully born a human being. When you're born again, you're fully born again. You're not partially born again. You're not sort of born again. A little bit of darkness still there. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, you're fully born again. What you are learning is have to, how to have a relationship with God and outwork that in love and humility and repent. All of those things are right. But we're actually learning how to outwork it. We're not trying to get more of God in. We're not like, God, you know, I need, like, you're, just, you're distant and I just need you to come closer. No, he's inside you. He can't get any more closer. And he's actually rested upon you as well. So we're not growing. Our marriage is not like becoming more married. We're just having, learning how to have an awesome marriage. Right? Does that, does that make sense? If it doesn't, I can't actually make it any more simpler. <laughs> And so when we walk out our front door, it's not, it's not that we're like, all right, I've got to think. I've got to think. <laughs> Just we, we naturally be who, who you are. And then you naturally love people and this comes in naturally. It's, it's, people can read performance a mile away when you're talking to them. They can read it. It's like they see it. They're like, ah, this is fake. But when we naturally be us, it's just like, they see it, they're like, oh. 
I see, like they just, they don't, might not have the language, but they're like, I see Christ in you. Wow, like you actually, like you're looking at my eyes. Wow. Everything we see in the life of Jesus, everything is an exact representation of the Father. His nature is good. His nature is really, really good. So never once now can we actually question the love of God. He sent his son. It's not on, it's, and Jalil just preached at Bendigo, it's, it's not on trial. God's love isn't on trial anymore. Come on. He sent his son, right? And so we've just created just silly doctrines because of experience. but it's not found in the life of Jesus, so we can't call it the Father. How many storms did Jesus bless? Zero. Zero or three? Yeah, 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 I've got to be careful. Three, three of them. Uh, there was the one on a Wednesday, uh, and then there was no, zero. <laughs> zero, Mark. Mark, zero. <laughs> um, how, many, how many people did Jesus, when they came for healing, did he say, I'm sorry, um, it's, a, it's a Thursday afternoon and on Thursdays I don't do healing. <laughs> Three. <laughs> how many people did, like... People say, don't we have to have faith? If, if, like, doesn't the person being prayed for have to have faith? Lazarus was dead. Wow, there it is. He was dead. There's zero faith. Not three faith, zero faith. Zero faith. Jesus, he acknowledged faith. He would always acknowledge faith. Faith but he was the one that brought the answer. Religion will look, I think this is a Bill Johnson quote, religion will look for the, uh, for the, the problem. Kingdom brings the solution. Amen. Always. But he represents, I'll say that again, religion will look for the problem. Kingdom always brings the solution. It's not, it's now, this is, it's not, I don't need that to become this. I've become this, so I have no need of that. It's the same with faith. We've become the righteousness of God. As he is, so we are in this world. So, 
now when I, so let me just, we'll just unpack this a little bit. So when Jesus, so everyone that came to him, everyone that came to Jesus was healed. He didn't miss it. This is challenging. I get it. I've studied this. I've looked at the life of Christ and I can't find it in my Bible in the New Covenant where Jesus was like, I'm sorry, this one, this sickness, um, my God's given it to you to teach you. And it's not okay. That doctrine is from the devil. It's demonic. Because Acts 10.38 says that Jesus of Nazareth went about healing and doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Wait for it. For God was with him. Big key. John G. Lake, like, had such a revelation of this. Went about healing all who were oppressed of the for God was with him. That gives us an indication that Jesus did what he did as a man. Because God was with him. Why would he say that if he was fully God? We've unpacked that a bit, so I don't need to go into that. So he did what he did as a man. We know that because of verses like James, it says that God cannot tempt himself. Yet Jesus was tempted in every way, yet without sin. Hang on a second. So God can't tempt himself. So if Jesus was fully God in that moment, then that's actually contradicting scripture. So he was a man. He grew in favor and stature with God and man. You can't grow in favour with yourself. So everything that Jesus did, he did as a man, which is amazing because it gives us an example to follow. You're not a disciple of Paul or Mark or Mitch or Liam or Jalil or Kara. You're a disciple of Jesus. Peter's not your example. Jesus is. Your experience is in your example. Jesus is. Come on. So every person that Jesus, that came to Jesus, John 9, I love John 9, with a man with the, who's born blind, and the disciple, they bring him to Jesus. Who sinned, this man or his parents? They're looking for a problem, like the, the problem. Why did this happen? Jesus basically just is like, I don't care. I'm going to heal this person. <laughs> he brought the kingdom. Why? Because the prayer, our Father, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. Zero sickness. So he modelled it. What the kingdom of heaven is like on earth. One man in right relationship with God. Amen. As the example for humanity to follow. So now when someone comes to me and I pray for them and I don't see them healed because we've had that happen. 
I'm not walking in 100% success rate. I've been in meetings where 100% of people have been healed, but I haven't seen 100% of people that I've prayed for healed yet. Amen. I do believe the day is coming Amen. and available. Um, God's goodness is not on question and trial. His timing isn't even on question and trial. Because his timing is now. It's, it's today is the day of salvation. That word salvation means saved, healed, delivered. Today. Uh, in Matthew 8, I think it is, Matthew 8, 2, he, the, the man says, is it your will that I be healed? And, and Jesus says, yes. That word will is the word will always be, is and forever was. I think theolo, constant. Theolo, yeah. But we've created, so his timing's not an issue. His will's not an issue. Because Jesus took stripes so that we might be healed. Here's a, a great thing though don't look inward. The moment you go introspection is the moment you've taken your eyes off the, the answer. Matthew 17, he, he unpacked that really well with his disciples. They said, why couldn't... Let me ask you this question. The disciples, they bring the epileptic boy, the disciples, and they said, why... They bring him to Jesus. They said they couldn't cast the demon out. Jesus prays for the boy, he gets healed. Let me ask you the question. Was it the will of God that the boy was healed? Yes. But when the disciples prayed, it didn't happen. So was it the will of God that he was healed? Yes. But we create doctrines and theology out of a lack of experience or out of an experience rather than on the life of Jesus and on truth. Wow. Jesus is the example not my experience. When I pray for someone, I, I've actually just learned to do this and just, I've just settled it. Mitch said, I've said, I just settled it. It's the will of God to heal it all the time. It's, I've just settled that in my heart. And I won't look for the reason why it didn't happen. I will fix my eyes on Jesus so that next time they come to me, they get Jesus, they don't get Liam. Yeah. Or they get Liam, the full Liam with Jesus. It's probably a better way of putting it. And it's not, it's just not the will of the Father that people are sick. It's just the will of God that people are well. Amen. We pray prayers like, I pray that you prosper and be in good health. He doesn't dangle a carrot in front of us to go and heal the sick just for Christian recreation. He just doesn't do that. Wow. He's a really good dad. He's a really good father. And it's not okay. We need to fight for this. It's not okay that the, we, that, that the church has allowed it. We've allowed it. God hasn't allowed it. I would never break my girl's leg to teach her how to be closer to me. I'd get put away in prison. Don't you dare call that on God. Don't you dare. 
that is not the Father. We've been given a gun to shoot that thing. We have authority, we have power. We can shoot that thing in the head. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've un- I understand a lot of us in here have prayed and we've seen loved ones pass. We've seen. Yeah. I've been in rooms when people have died. I've, I get it. I've experienced it. I don't blame God. I just don't change the subject. And the subject is Jesus, every time you prayed for someone, they were well. I just refuse to blame God or twist theology and doctrine based on Liam's experience rather than on what the truth of Jesus' life, life is. Anyway, we went down a bit of a, a, a side path there, didn't we? Can we, can we take 10 minutes? Is that all right? I want to do something. Um, let me just read one verse to you. John 14, 18. I know why you go there. Um, if I commit a crime, and um, you know I've murdered someone, and the police officers come to my house, but I'm dead. I died. In that process, I died. Um, the law that they were trying to bring actually has no right on me because I've died. What you did in your past, I just, I'm, I know I'm honing this and, and coming at it at different angles. I just feel like we need to settle it. Your past, the, the law has no jurisdiction if a man is dead. So you died and now you're hidden in Christ. Come on. Yeah, come on. Believe it. So you I just, just your past is dead. Yes. Yes. New memory. New past. Dead. Dead, 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 dead. Okay. John 14. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. In that day you will know that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. Which verse was that? 14, 18, John 14, 18. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. In that day you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. God in the Father, God in Jesus, Jesus in God, them in us. He thought it was a good idea to make his home inside of you. He looked at the real estate property of your heart 
And he said, I'm buying that land. I'm purchasing that property. I want to possess that land fully, not partially. Not, my children have full access to my house. They don't need to ask me to go to the fridge. They can open up the fridge and get whatever they within reason. No cake for breakfast, Charlotte. So this is what I want to do. I want us, I'm just going to ask JT if he's at the back there or Mitch or whoever, just, just put on like some soaking music um, or something. And I just want us to spend 10 minutes with zero agenda. Zero agenda. You're not coming to the Father to like get some fresh revelation. Do you know revelation is always there? It just gets revealed. That's all revelation is. It's always been there. It's like if I was to cup you know, my hand and just reveal my... It's like it's always been there. But it just got revealed. So exciting. So exciting. Do you know if I cut my hand like this? There's darkness in this hand. But if I release it into the light, guess how much effect that just had on the light? None. And you're the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. That's so exciting. That darkness had zero effect on this light in here. It's black in there. Oh, zero effect. Scientists, scientists have actually said darkness doesn't exist. It's just the absence of light. Scientists are catching up with the gospel. It's awesome. All right, so what we're going to do is 10 minutes, be alone with your papa, alone with your father for no reason than him to know you and you to know him. If you need to go and have a wander out in the, in the, in the garden, do it. Just 10 minutes. After that 10 minutes, we're just going to go and, go and have morning tea. All right, so you've got 10 minutes. If you want to sit in here and have music, do it. If you want to open up your word, do it.